Hey, listen, everybody wants to get paid. Problem is, you get paid in so many different ways, it's a hassle to keep track of. You gotta use PayPal over here, Venmo over there, then you gotta collect via Cash App from this person and your business uses Square. What if I told you there was a way to collect all those payment options in one place so everyone could see what payment options you offer and pay you with the one that's most convenient for them? Well, that way is TipHub. TipHub collects your chosen payment options, social media links, along with info to help everyone learn a little more about you and provides a seamless one-stop shop to receive the generosity of your supporters. Sign up today at tiphub.co, add your social media links, connect your chosen payment services, and add a description to tell the world a little bit about yourself, and you're all set. One profile, one link, all the payments. TipHub, bring it all together. Yo, what's good? Welcome to the Content Cookout, where we highlight and celebrate Black content creators, because if we don't, who will? I'm your host, Keelan King, and you're invited to come along as we dig into the thoughts and creative processes of Black streamers and content creators. This episode... I'm joined by Only Mac, an insightful and innovative content creator with an ability to roll with the punches and a tight-knit community. I've been following his Twitch stream for a while, and aside from his questionable channel points approach, there's always a great vibe and truly engaging content. He has a great rapport with his community, and it's absolutely something to be experienced. During this interview, we dig into Mac's relationship with his audience, what game he could easily live without, what it's like to have his mom involved in his stream, and we check in on some NBA team in his immediate vicinity. It's a really fun and insightful interview. We had a good time, despite my failure to record it the first time. Let's dig in. I'm only Mac. I love playing games. I enjoy playing games. I love streaming. Uh, started playing games at a young age, very young age. I want to say about like four years old. Uh, the game of addiction started my father playing halo halo was good back then it was enjoyable as you know um eventually moved on from halo halo gears of war gears, gears of war was pretty solid up until like maybe like three or so and that's when i kind of started playing call of duty a little bit um then that's when i expressed you know finding my way into content creation by playing call of duty learned a lot of things um taught myself how to edit you know, do a little bit of graphics good enough to pass and be, you know, of quality to present to other people. You know what I mean? So that's what's up. There's a little bit of a debate and I'm always interested to hear where where creators land, because there's people who prefer to uh, be called streamers. Some people prefer to be called content creators. And there's this kind of line of demarcation. I don't know if and those two terms aren't the only terms, but I'm just speaking mm -hmm. in terms of the concept. Uh, how do you view yourself? Are you, are you view yourself like like a streamer or more of a content creator? I view myself more of a content creator, just because I put my work among on multiple platforms, and I also you know have scheduled content when I'm live and things like that. I know uh, it could sound confusing and it could get different, but depending on how people 
you know, it, it, the, both the terms are different on how people perspectives of them are. But mine mm-hmm. is more so a streamer. You know, you do your thing live. You just press go live. And, you know, you don't probably like do as much with your content after you go and go live. You know what I mean? But okay. if you are a content creator, you do go live and you do have events and things on stream. But you also push that to other, you know, social media pages like YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, et cetera. You, you're pushing it out more than you would if you were just a streamer. Because I did have a, at a point in time where I was just a streamer. This is like back in 2015. I was just a streamer. I literally just pressed going live, streamed, did nothing with my clips, did nothing with my VODs, nothing. I literally absolutely none. The only thing I cared about was Twitch. Right. But, and then I started building up to become a content creator, learning how to do everything, learning how to put shit on YouTube, learning how to put shit on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. So that's why I feel like I'm more so made that adjustment and that change into a streamer to a content creator. And that's how I view the differences. And that's a real deliberate action. You actively made the choice to, to transition from one to the other. That's, that's what's mm-hmm. up. Considering that you, you know, you've taught yourself all of this, you've molded yourself into a content creator. What do you enjoy most about streaming or, you know, creating content? The what I enjoy most about the whole thing. I enjoy the, um, uh, just the ability to see something grow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you, when you creating content, whether it's streaming or you're doing YouTube, you know, you won't see the, you won't see the the change that you made or how big or small you really are until you really, you know, later when you really notice it. Like for right. example, I posted a video on YouTube a couple of weeks ago and it was like sitting at a hundred views, right? For like the longest. And I go back to it. And all of a sudden, it's at like 2,000 views. You know what I mean? It's like, you right. really, it, it's, it's, it's I, I get, that's what I get out of it. I, that's, that's the kicker I enjoy about it. I, I enjoy seeing stuff grow and be like, okay, that's something I produced. That means I'm right. doing well. I'm doing some kind of good in this, all right? Um, that's the same with streaming. Like, when it comes to streaming community-wise, you know, building the community, having people come in and making sure they enjoy their day. You know, I'm putting a smile on somebody's face. You know, that, that's that's dope. I enjoy that. You know what I mean? Like being able to connect with people when I'm live and then off stream, being able to connect with people from YouTube, you know, doing YouTube videos. So that's the part I enjoy the most, honestly, just just both of those. I think that's valuable considering we've been stuck in the house for the better part of three years. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. what are you know, how do you maintain connections or build new ones? it's a highlight to how rough this has been because I'm, I'm way more introverted and even my introverted ass is like, I need to get out of the house and <laughs> I need to interact with some people. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's dope that, you know, since we've all spent so much time in the house, this type of thing and building communities has allowed us to like continue to like engage with people and, and, and not remain kind of like sequestered, if you will. I'm going to be going to like two convention this year. I'm going to be going to uh DreamCon, which is uh I don't know if you know, it's uh, called RDC World. Well, right. they have a convention down in Arlington, Texas. Uh, I'm going to be attending it, attending that. And there's some, a lot of people that's going to be there in the Twitch space and the YouTube space as well from, uh, I believe, July, July 14th through the 17th. So it's like a whole like week thing. Well, not week, but, you know, weekend thing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, being able to meet those people in person, just people in the same space that, you know, I stream in and stuff like that, being able to actually see them in person or even like meeting people from my community that's in the area that want to come in, you know, it's going to be like really dope. But same as TwitchCon. I'm going to try to get out there to TwitchCon as well. And that I'll be able to meet a lot more of my people that I can build connections with. So those are the things I'm really looking forward to is like meeting the people that I connect to online in person. Cause that's going to be like probably like my most memorable experience out of doing all this. Cause this is our first ever con- conventions going to, you know, you may disagree with me, but I feel like folks like you and I recognize the link between what you do with people online mm-hmm. and how it affect, how it can affect their lives. There's so many people that talk about the internet, like, well, the inter- it's not real life. And you're like, no, it actually, there's a yeah. lot of what goes on online that affects people in real life. And you can't just brush it off as it's on the internet. It's not real. Cause that's not how this works. Exactly. And know that conversation always trends towards the negative, but even when it's positive, like there is an absolute effect between how you interact with people online and, 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 what effect it can have on their lives, mm-hmm. you know, in the real world. So it's like, it's not pretend. Like, I know people like to say that because they like to go on and shit post and like crack yeah. jokes <laughs> and, they, you know, they want to make memes. But at the end of the day, like there are people, real people on either end of these transactions and, you know, be it negative or in this case, be it positive. Like it has a real world effect. And I think that's important. Exactly. It, it, was, it is true. You turn on your stream could you know, potentially make up somebody day from doing something crazy or something they didn't want to do. You know what I mean? It definitely helps people feel better. And I've watched that happen. I've watched people show up in people's streams and be like, yo, I was, I was having a pretty low day, but this shit helped me out. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I think that's very, very valuable. And, and, and it really bothers me when I hear people discredit online activities as not being in the real world because they very much are, in my opinion, continuing this, this kind of line of thinking, mm-hmm. Streamers, less so than like actors or musicians, streamers in a very real way are very active participants in building their own communities. How would you describe, you know, with that in mind, your community uh, and and what makes them special to you? What makes my community special to me is that, you know, everybody, everybody has a role. You know what I mean? Everybody has Mm -hmm. a role. Everybody is themselves. So that's the best part of it. I don't have to worry about, you know, putting on a a certain persona or having to be a certain way because they accept me how I am because they know I accept them how they are. So, you know, you know what I mean? So I can be transparent to them about things and they're like, okay, you know, same vice versa back and forward. And and it builds like a real tight knit, you know what I mean? A real real Mm -hmm. tight little community. And that goes back to what I said earlier, when something, when one bad apple come in thinking they can, you know, say something to me or something, something to somebody else in the community, they're going to get checked eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're going to yeah, get checked yeah. one way or another. So I really, I really do appreciate and value the community I have because it's, it's definitely hard to build a community, especially off of things of your interests or people who have your interests. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, is, it is extremely hard because you see nowadays it's people who online who has to play on a, perso- a certain persona and if they don't keep that persona on, they lose their community. You know what I mean? Yeah, And exactly. I'm glad that I build my community off of just me being straight me. And 
it, it's like a family environment. It's really, it's really like a family environment. My, co- my cousins and families and backpack. That, that's, that's what that is. I enjoy every little bit of having, having what I created in that community. Those people, they support, they, they really do support and cherish everything that I do. Like, and it's, it's, it's really insane. I'll be telling my mom, like, oh yeah, you know, I got people who uh, watch me and they come, they really do support me. And they're like, she like, is these the people you give your drugs to? That's how you get your drug money. Oh, like, <laughs> no, it's it's not. These are not. She's a fool. She's a fool. And so I got to ask, like, is your mom, <laughs> do your mom genuinely be tired of your shit? Or is she just like, or does she, you got to let me behind the curtain. Or is she kind of like, she kind of playing along. Man, she, she, she tired. She tired, man. <laughs> when she could see my phone call, She's she already rolling her eyes or oh, sitting there funny. doing something in the middle of watching TV. And then like, what do you want? Like before she answered on, yes. They're like, yo, what? Or she, or she sometimes answers phone. Hello. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, it'd be so funny. Man, I know we went off on tangent, but it's so funny. Like when you call your mom on stream dog, I'd be dying. Cause I was like, your mom is either the single best straight man in comedy history or she is just exhausted <laughs> bro that shit is funny dog she's she's so great um but i will say but i will go back to what you were saying earlier in that like your comments about your community are real like i've seen mm-hmm. you know your community don't take no shit and i've watched them get on somebody's head they come in with bullshit your community is on them and it's like and it's and it's dope because they don't tolerate any of that bullshit but at the same time like like from the minute I came into your stream, your community made me feel like welcome. Like it wasn't like I had to come in, sign a form and I better do these six things before I'm part of the community. <laughs> it was like, you know nah. what I mean? Like it was like, they was yeah. like, nah, you good. So it was like, it's clear that like they have an eye for like being welcoming. Right. Yeah. Everybody going to greet you at the door. Everybody. Right. Right. And it ain't going to be no pretense, but also like, no, nah, you gotta get up out of here with mm-hmm. that bullshit. Like they, they, they are very clear about that, but they are also hilarious. I do love and respect the fact that like they, they will freely like give you shit on stream. Yeah. You, you will give them shit on stream, and it's this nice like give and take. But it's but everybody still maintains this love and respect for each other. So like it's always entertaining. It's always great. But it's clearly like a family environment, and it, it works works really fucking well. Mm-hmm. One of the things I really love about what you do with your stream, you know, aside from being able to go back and forth with your with your community, is you roll with the unexpected very well. Yeah. And so seeing seeing things happen on your stream, it's hilarious because you were like, that don't seem like that's what he planned to do. <laughs> but it never you you ne- I never feel like you've been thrown off or anything's wrecked your stream or has derailed you. I always feel like whatever's happening, you roll with it really well. Mm -hmm. And your community's part of that because I see them throw shit at you (laughs) during the stream. And it's like, you don't even blink. Like you could just roll with it. And I think that's a really great trait to have. And I think it really works well with your stream. Yeah. Only if you knew, man. (laughs) If, if If something I think I can probably do with it or, or mess with it, off the fly, mm-hmm. I'll I'll make it work. If it don't work, it don't work. If something mess up that day, I'm like, all right, you know what? 
I'm gonna just make my own noises. Cause like like one time I was like, oh dang, my explosive sounds don't work today. So I guess I gotta do it by my, I, I guess I gotta just do it by voice. And then I'm like, well, if you explode, uh, well, if you sub, thank you for the sub. <laughs> and then they're like, you cannot oh, do that. I'm like, what you mean I can't oh, do that? That's great. So to that point, being able to roll like that, you know, with your content in general, do you mm-hmm. do you sort of plan everything that you're going to do or do you just kind of roll? Like, do you, are you a very meticulous planner for every stream or do you just kind of roll? Nah, I just go with the flow. Whatever I'm feeling for that day, that's what I usually go with. The only thing that's okay. planned are uh, my events that I have on the month, you know, on monthly, monthly events and things like that. But okay. other than that. I don't plan on what game I do. It really all comes down to to be determined. If I was to make a schedule, it'd just be to be determined all week. The whole schedule be TBD. That's all, what's up. the whole thing. I like to go with what I'm feeling at the moment because whatever I'm feeling at the moment, I know I'm going to feel good doing it. You know what I mean? Versus I'm looking at my schedule and I'm like, oh man, I got to play. Lego Star Wars on Tuesday. Like, oh my God. You ain't in the mood for that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If they in the mood for it and I ain't in the mood for it, it's going to be a, a disconnect problem. there. So I'm going to be yeah. like, and I have that, I have tried to work with like a little schedule back in the past. And that's what I was kind of like struggling with. I just didn't feel like playing a certain game certain days and it, or it just wasn't for the vibe of it. So right, I just right. passed it along. I'm like, nope. But I'm like, I can't That's do the important. schedule thing, but I definitely, uh, I, 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 I shout out to the people who can do it. Cause I can't do it. I can give you at least what time I'm going live, but I can't give you what I'm going to be doing. But that's important though. I don't, I, I, I feel like that's important. I think people have like a one size fits all approach to like organization. And one thing I really do believe in is, uh, you know, how everybody got these stream tips and tricks and things like that. And mm, mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you, I, I, I pick and take the information, you know, like you should, when you read this, if you already something, know something, you know, information ain't for you clearly. But if you pick through stuff, you'll find information that's for you. So I picked through some of it and I realized I don't really take the structure stuff with me. Mm-hmm. Like anything that think about structure or, oh, you should do this or have this. I'm like, eh, I don't think this is for me. Like, oh, you should have a streaming you should have at least a game or something like you should stream or like I I, I don't take those because that's that's not for me because I tried it you know what I mean so like, I think yeah, that's what's important certain, yeah. certain you, structure you works for certain people and yeah and yeah. I think we shouldn't have it's okay to have ideal structures but we shouldn't make you know you having to play certain games on a certain day or you think you're going to be playing this game on a day and put it on a schedule that you know you can't change until, you know, next week or something like that, you, you shouldn't set yourself up for, like, something. You shouldn't set yourself up like that. And I love that you have this awareness that you that you can easily recognize. I see what this is advice is for, but I also recognize that this piece isn't for me, even if this yeah. piece is. Like, I told, uh, like, I was, uh, I told my friend, he was like, oh, he was like, I, I should just make some, uh, I was watching a video and I'm trying to get into content creation and told me, you know, I got to make sure I do TikTok and things like that. I'm like, listen, dog, right now you at least want to find some kind of structure for yourself, your structure. Once right. you build your structure, then you can start implementing other things to it. Exactly. You have to at least get yourself off the ground before you want to just jump straight into TikTok and start, you know, uploading stuff from your stream to TikTok. Cause you know, 
they're going to be like, all right, where's your other content? If it ain't consistent, you know what I mean? You don't got right. nothing to back. And that's my biggest thing is I want to make sure if I have something going for myself, I want to make sure I have something to back it too. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So in, in terms of your process and the way that you put everything together, what's the most important thing to you? Like, what do you focus on? What is your fundamental approach your way of thinking, like what drives you when you start thinking about what you're going to do? What is the one thing you have to keep in mind? The one thing I keep in mind, you know, I just come back to every day and every day. I just want to, I make sure one that I have some kind of creative juices flowing. This is even before going live or recording or anything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To at least be some kind of different from anybody else. In, in any kind of stance, either any kind of way to be different or anything, you know what I mean? Okay. And and I have this role on my, on my uh, board right here. It's like be creative, be different, and be Mac. And I say be Mac by just keep being myself, enjoying myself, and making sure I enjoy this dream. Um, I don't have any kind of like regiment or plans as far as when I want to plan things out. I kind of just have them happen, but I make sure it's some kind of structure there. Um, as far as me on my regular days and gaming, things like that, I have no structure when it comes to regular days or gaming, only events. Uh, I like to okay. just, you know, improvise and play whatever I really want to play whenever I feel like it and don't have to feel like it's, you know, I got to stick by a schedule. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. When we look back at, at, at what you do versus people who aren't familiar with streaming in general, is there anything about streaming that you wish uh, those people who, who who don't do any streaming or don't create any content, is there anything you wish that they knew about what you do? It's really hard. To, that's the hardest thing you can explain to people who don't know what like streaming is or just gaming is. Because mm-hmm. I tried to introduce my mom to it. <laughs> I tried to introduce my mom to it. And she was like, what is, what is, what is this? What is streaming? What is, what is, what is that? Because I, I was like, oh, because like this one, I was like six, I was like 15 or 14 and I was streaming. And I was, you know, getting paid through PayPal because Switch didn't have the option or affiliates or nothing like that. And she was like, are you selling drugs? And I was, (laughs) (laughs) you know, black moms, you know, black moms. When you get get some money and it it ain't traceable or anything, are you selling drugs? drugs Immediately. (laughs) That's hilarious. And your mom is a great example. Mac will literally call his mom during stream and be like, hey, mom, will you tell everybody? And I'm like, his mom. (laughs) <laughs> His mom be great because Max mom sound like she just cannot be bothered. And this motherfucker, like she talks like Mac has just, she's damn, he's calling me again. What? Like she sounds so tired and I'm sure she'd be fine. But dog, yeah. when you call her sometimes, dog, she sounds so exhausted. It'd be so hilarious. <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about streaming in general. And this doesn't have to be limited to Twitch. It's mm-hmm. just about the 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 entire world of streaming and content creation. Um, if you were made grand, irremovable dictator of the streaming world, what would you do to remake it? Uh, one thing I would do in the streaming world, I would make it to where people don't have the feeling that their concurrent views or their followers really hundred percent matter when it comes to connecting and working with companies. And another thing is I would, I would like it to where 
just because your partner don't mean you get everything. You know what I mean? You still right, have to right, put right. the same amount of work and effort into it as if you was not partnered in the streaming world. Gotcha. Um, for the outside of people who's looking into the streaming world, who's watching or listening, um, there is a thing where, you know, people say, well, if you're partnered, things just get handed to you and you don't have to work for nothing, right? Uh, I'm not partnered myself, but I know a few or quite a few partners and it's still, they have to work to work with, they have, they still have to put that same work and effort as anybody else would if they're not partnered to work with these Elgados, to work with these Avra Media's, Corsair, these bigger companies. You know what I mean? Just because you're partnering on in the streaming world don't mean you get stuff. That verified badge can't get you everything in life. You know what I mean? So yeah, those are the two things I say. Those are things I will, I will change. I think both those things are perception based, but I yeah. think that goes a long way towards uh, affecting how people interact with each other and how people treat each other. Like once those perceptions change, people's behavior will change. You know how how they act towards each other. Do you have a favorite? And mind you, on stream, do you have a favorite on stream snack? <laughs> Yeah, I'll be eating these like little uh do I got a wrapper somewhere? Cause I'll be killing them things. It'd be little, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it, it, it's like little uh it's like little uh what's the oatmeal the guy? It's it's little Quaker's Quaker bar, little Quaker little snack bar. Oh, the, little be Qua- the little Quaker like Nutrigrain bars yeah, almost like Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna have to find I'm gonna have to find an image of those. I'm gonna throw that in I'm gonna throw that it's in a little, It's a little Quaker Nutrigrain grain bar. And then some Cheez-Its. I have some Cheez-Its sometimes um, and some water. Well, I guess water ain't really a snack, but it's a Bev, but. No, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah, that, that's what I, that's my go-to snacks when I do nah, stream. That's, the, that's what's up. You gotta, you gotta have water. I see, I see a lot of people on stream for a long time and I never see them take a fucking sip. And I'm like, how, Sway? <laughs> how you, how you on stream for five hours? And I ain't seen yeah. you take a sip of water. I'd be having to drink something because like, like when I, I notice when this is going to sound terrible, but like <laughs> when I sit and stream and talk for like a long time, I get like, I don't know what I get like mucus build up and okay. I'm like, oh right. man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I'll be back type of thing. And that's why I like yeah, staying hydrated. No, you gotta keep it like that. Yeah. I know one time I drank milk before the stream and that was, that was all bad. I'm like, all right, you cannot drink milk and then expect to talk five hours because that's just oh not my God. That, <laughs> no, that's a problem right there. No, <laughs> that's a problem. Oh my goodness. That was horrible. I couldn't imagine that shit, but I'm also lactose intolerant. What I started to do is like I switched off to like lactate milk and then uh, I finally made the transition to almond milk. Mm-hmm. And that's like, man, there's nothing like not having to... Be, not having to worry about your stomach being toe up every time you like, you're like, man, I, I enjoy almond milk, man. I it's love weird. Almond like, milk. dude, almond milk, like I have to buy and It is weird. Cause we talk about almond milk, but like you have to buy, <laughs> I had to start buying like unsweetened vanilla. Cause if I bought the plain, I didn't like the way it tasted in the yeah, stuff. The plain, plain kind of tastes like real, like, uh, watered down kind of yeah like, it's, it's got it, a weird it's flavor like, to it yeah it's really yeah i know exactly what you're talking about yeah but if i buy the unsweetened vanilla one it seems to make more sense like when i put it in other stuff it like it tastes it's more flavor it's good so uh that's that on snacks so given that i haven't been in your stream 
as long as is as a lot of your longtime viewers. Um, what has been, uh, and this can be any moment. Like, what has been your favorite or most memorable moment on stream? Oof. My most memorable moment on stream would have to be. Oof. All right, so a long time ago, right? A long time ago, I ended up, uh, I was playing like Naruto, it was an anime fighting game, right? Mm -hmm. And I ended up getting raided by Afro Sinju. And <laughs> is a YouTuber, he's like got like a million or something on YouTube right now. Okay. Um, and he raided my stream. And it's funny because he came in, he was like, yo, I want to fight you. Like, I'm like, fight me. You know, what do you mean? What do you mean I'll fight me? And then it was just like a whole thing. I think he, I believe he ended up making a video on it later, but right. it was like really drawn together and really good because, you know, my improv skills as a kid was even better. Like, I was even sharper, nice. like with everything. So whatever he said, I just, bada boom, bada bang, reverse Uno right back at him. So he was like, he was like he, he wasn't prepared for it. He wasn't prepared for nothing <laughs> nice. at all. So he couldn't really react. And then we ended up playing and then he ended up beating me. But he ended up showing love, sending his community over. It was like, almost like six thousand people. That was yeah, so moving six thousand people over. And then, you know, I ended up vibing with them and they, they was coming back and back and back came back for like months. But then, you know, months, unfortunately I kinda like stepped away and everything from streaming and things. So I was starting right, right. life. But yeah, that would probably be my most memorable moment. Uh, he followed me on Twitter. Oh, he doesn't follow me on Twitch. Um, and he still sometimes pops into the streams. And, and it's dope to, you know, know that, you know, somebody like that is still around. That's what's and that's up. probably the most memorable thing because I really looked up. I, I, I didn't mean more so looked up to him at that time, but I was kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm aware of who you are. You're aware of who I am. And I rock with what you're doing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so respect. I really, yeah, I respect the heck out of what you're doing because it's tough. So no, that was probably no, my most memorable. I like that. I like that. Do you have a preferred way to relax or spend your downtime when you're not streaming? Mm. Man, I don't got no downtime. But when I <laughs> <laughs> man, because my brain always moving, dog. My brain, my brain is always going on a tangent on something or thinking no. about something. It be times where I don't be doing nothing, and I'm be thinking like, damn, I could be getting something done. You know, you know, you have that feeling. You know, I think yeah, everybody yeah, kind of got that feeling like I could be getting something done. But when I do, I'll sit, I'll sit in the living room on the couch, reclined. Probably watching some sports or either reading uh reading some stuff on my phone, some manga or anime stuff on my phone. That's kind of like the best way I can like relax, relax. I know right. I've been recently wanting to get into back into like photography. So I take my mm -hmm. other camera and I'll go drive out the city, go down to the lake and just take pictures and things. Cause I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying to put myself, I try to put myself in like a mental kind of reset. Sure, sure. On my off days. To where the point where I can just really relax, you know, really, really relax my mind and ain't got to worry about nothing. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's dope. That's dope. I, I like that you have something that's completely removed. You know, I know some folks and my, myself included, it's like if I'm not streaming, I'm actually still like gaming <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's like it's what I love to do. But it's part of the reason why I started streaming is because I was like, well, 
if I'm gonna be here playing the games anyway, why not like, do it while you live? Having a downtime hobby that pulls you completely away from that has got to be good for you know mental health. I gotta imagine that that allows you to feel kind of refreshed when you come back to it. Most definitely, most definitely. And then another thing is like, like you said, like I don't play when I'm off stream. I literally play no games. I I, I don't do nothing off stream. Like <laughs> like if I do, it's editing and, and it's editing. And that's it. And recording. That's that's it. Other than that, I even move my setup because I has, used to have my setup in the same room I sleep. But mm, I move. Okay. I'm a firm believer into like, you know, spacing out my energy in different rooms. And I don't know where okay. I got that from. Really, I think it was more something I just kind of like grew up with. But well, as I started to do more and more content creating, because I mm-hmm. used to sleep and make content and everything in my one room, and then I started like getting like. This is gonna sound crazy, but I started like in like dreams and shit that I was like still live or my camera was on and I was oh, losing shit. sleep because of that shit. Like I was really having some like weird shit going on like in my sleep. And I'm like, I can't do this shit. Like I can feel my energy that I put into my game and streaming in my resting place. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I feel how, you. like, you know, like they, they say, you know, you don't bring your work home with you. Exactly. I was bringing my game stuff in my relaxing area when <laughs> it's two different kind of things, energy that's getting, getting displayed here. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I end up moving everything in, in one room and then having my bed in the other room. And it's more so I'm getting better sleep and better relaxing and things like that. It's hard to explain really, honestly, it's kind of more of an experience thing. Yeah. I think it would make most, I think it would make sense to most people though. Like I, I, I think a lot of people kind of feel like that. Um, and they and and they live that way where like they have their separate spaces for things. This isn't limited to your time as a streamer or content creator, but mm. what is your uh, most loved game of all time? Oof. I, and, 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 and before before you answer, I am absolutely I, I am absolutely aware that I'm asking you to look at like the history of video gaming and make a single fucking choice. But also, like, sometimes people got that one game that just is the one. So, you know, you, you're not limited to just one. But, like, I try to ask, like, you know, is there one that, that grabs you? Or do you, you know, do you have a collection? Or, you know, what is it? Mm. So I used to play a lot of uh, PlayStation 2. Um, it was a game... It was the Naruto Ultimate Ninja series on PlayStation 2 mm-hmm. that I, I loved that game. I ended up buying the copy of it and, you know, connecting the PlayStation to my computer. And it was just a blast playing it. It's, it's, it's a really good game. That was, that's probably one of the games I, one of the games I love and forever will have a place in my heart because I grew up with okay. it. That's what's and uh, I know it ain't no like no retro game or anything or anything like no Pokemon or anything. Nah, ain't no requirements. It's, it's, but, it's whatever is special was, to you. Yeah, that game. The game. Uh, the game was a lot for me. I enjoyed it. I was a really big Naruto anime fan and everything like that. So that game came along. I was like, I want to say nothing. Uh, I want to say like third or fourth grade, and I was just playing it and playing it. I remember coming home being so happy and just playing and playing the game like and I still play it to this day and have that same feeling of just being happy and reminiscing going back in the past thinking about it no that's what's up that's what it should do 
if it's going to hold that place in your heart, like it's got to be something that makes you happy. And that's exactly what I'm asking. Like, you know, what was that thing? Mm -hmm. So let's flip that on the other side. Is there a game you will be just fine if you never hear from again? Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, let me tell you. Yo. Let me tell you, the list of people that would give that answer is a mile goddamn long, bro. Well, I feel like Call of Duty really just like they they flopped so hard after and it's and it's funny because I was talking about last night. Uh you know you got Call of you uh everybody was like, okay, well Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2 at the beginning, everybody was like, well, Black Ops 2 kind of a little bit into the future, you know, as far as uh how it looks and the guns, you know, this kind of look a little bit uh, into the future. And then we end up adapting and liking Black Ops 2, which was a good turnout. Right. And then you end up uh, coming out what, four years later, something like that, Call of Duty Ghosts. You know what I mean? And then Call of Duty Ghosts right. was just not everybody wanted a Call of Duty Ghosts and then so on. And then they end up just messing up down the line. So I uh, I say I have to get rid of the Call of Duty uh the, uh, that's like my most not want to go back to don't want to play game unless it's oh, like the you. classic ones the newer ones I, I don't you. care for I'm not really uh-huh. even hyped for this modern warfare that's going to be coming out and you know whenever the hell they release it I'm not hyped for it because I'm like oh great y'all gonna remaster this game or do whatever the heck y'all want to do with this game and it's gonna ruin the experience <laughs> hey once they just decided to say fuck it with the single player campaign I was like I'm out like yeah, and I was out before then because even when even even that last couple of games that I played and I don't even remember when they were because they were on Xbox 360. It was the last time I bought a Call of Duty game, and even before like that was the beginning of them just pretty much throwing the single player campaign out the window, and then you know the thing that really turned me off was especially on Xbox was you couldn't get into a match without somebody cheating. Mm-hmm. And it was like it just ruined the whole match, and the whole time everybody's online going, "Yo, this shit is terrible. It's full of cheaters. Everybody's modding. The whole shit is broken. Like y'all got to ban these people." That for me ruined it because I found I was getting more and more angry playing the game, and half the time it was just because like cheaters. And it's like if I empty an entire clip into your body and you just sprint through that shit and knife me, I'm mad as hell. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm mm-hmm. mad as hell, and I do not want to play this game anymore. And so, like, I was just like, I'm good on this shit. And the pace of the game has changed. The pace of that game is spawn, get shot in the face, instantly respawn, get shot in the face, instantly respawn, get shot in the face, mm-hmm. instantly respawn, maybe shoot one motherfucker, get shot in the face. Right. It's literally you just spawn, get shot, and respawn. And it's just like, I don't understand how that's fun anymore. It's not, it's not. And I ain't knocking nobody that loves that shit. Like, if you love that shit, be be my guest. It's not right. for me. And I don't find that shit to be entertaining. And I don't I don't think it's fun, considering I played that game when it was fun. And the mm-hmm. way that they've changed it. It doesn't, it's not appealing. Yeah. And they used to have really engaging and fun single player missions to where that, I would buy the game to play through the single player mode. You know, in those early versions, it was like, get the game. Let's all talk about who got to what point And we didn't spoil the story. We was like, Hey, how did you get through the single player? And then mm-hmm. we would all play through 
until we got through the single player, and then we all at the same time were like, all right, we all done with single player. Let's go jump on multiplayer now. Exactly. Because we, we did the story. Exactly. So like, and now it's like, nah, we don't do none of that shit no more. So I, I yeah. missed that because I felt like that was a more enjoyable gaming experience. It was and definitely taboo for you to just hop in multiplayer right away. Hell yeah. It was like, nah, did you fin- yeah, it was like, did you finish the story? I'm like, nah, man, I just went into I just went into multiplayer. Like, man. <laughs> yeah, you literally used to side-eye somebody for not finishing the fucking single player mission. And then yeah. Do, yeah, yeah. Black Ops One story was pretty damn good. I like that one. I like yeah, Black Ops so One I, campaign. I feel like I'm not talking out of turn. Like, I feel like I'm speaking as someone who had spent a lot of money on Call of Duty games, who spent a lot of years playing Call of Duty games. Mm-hmm. So Same. I feel justified in being able to kind of, you know, assess like where it is or how I feel about it at this point. And it's mm. not just me being the guy. Because hey, I might be new to the streaming space, but I ain't new to the gaming space. <laughs> right. They're they not, they not fooling nobody with all the uh, all, uh, microtransactions and the shit that they're trying to get people to get. Like, no, nobody. And they're not, they're not fooling their original players or the people who actually, like, you know, you know, like the game. Like, I used to stay home from DLC, for DLC. Like, I used to be like, oh, mom, I'm sick. I'm finna... <laughs> and then download the DLC at 5 o'clock in the morning and start playing. That's how I was. No, I'm like, I ain't doing that shit no more. I don't care about none of that shit. No. You know, despite some of these changes, we're not beholden to the handful of AAA games mm-hmm. that are available. Like, there's so much out there now that we can decide, all right, this shit don't work for me no more. Let me move on to something else. And everybody can still be happy. In, in the effort of bigging up uh, black streamers, because this is what we're all about here, um, the goal here is to give people who don't get as much light, you know, a little bit of visibility so that you can learn who they are and what they do as well. Um, so that that's our goal here. And that's why, you know, I'm doing this this series of, of talking to just black streamers. So I say all that to, to, to then throw this question at you, Mac. Uh, is there is there a black streamer that you think we should all be taking a look at? Mm, it's it's really a list, but oh, well, yeah, absolutely. But you know, <laughs> I I would say give me your top. If you can't give me your top one, give me your top one. If you can't do one, give me your top two. All right. So I know besides the people outside of my, you know, my uh my my stream team on the growth and mm-hmm. for the black content creator, black male content creator safe space. Um, I would have to say. It's been one streamer that I've been hanging around and just watching the streams. Uh, Nick Howard Seven. Um, he's live out in, live out in California in LA. He's an actor. Okay. Along with him being an actor, he streams on Twitch, do acting classes, teach acting classes, and things of that nature. And okay. phenomenal person. Uh, he's from Chicago, so it's like that Midwest kind of thing. So we kind of clicked like like that immediately. Okay. And uh, he, he's just really great. He, he, his content is solid. He knows how to engage with people, keep conversations going. And uh, he can sing, too. Like, this is crazy, too. I'm like, dang, I'm making sing. All right. <laughs> like, All right. That's he's what's up. He's, he's really dope. He's dope. Okay. I do feel like, you know, he has he has a real big future on Twitch if he continues doing it. Okay. Because he, he, he just... He's easy to connect with, you know what I mean? That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, he plays and he plays everything. He plays story story mode games, but you know, if you 
if because it, it, I like this, I enjoy the streams because I go in there, you know, he, he crack his jokes about me and because he be in my streams too. So he crack his jokes. He one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he is, he's interesting. Super, super interesting. Dope, dope, dope. Okay. This next question is not limited to streaming or content creation. Just, just, I, I'm going to ask this question, but I don't want you to think about it in terms of like, okay, well, what does it have to do with my stream? Mm. Um, is there anything you wish you were asked about more often? And what would you like us to know about that thing? Mm. That is a good ass. That is a good ass question. Holy. I will say my, my job here is done. My job here is done. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I would say. And it's a safe hmm. space. If you don't have nothing, it is, it's it a is. safe space. Honestly, nothing. I, I, okay. I didn't realize, I didn't put that in perspective until now. Yeah, I've personally witnessed people ask you about uh, your height, mm-hmm. and they've also asked about your jump shot. Mm-hmm. Those, those are two things that are questionable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, any kind of question, really, honestly? Um, hmm. I, I can't even think of them. You you got me there. <laughs> this is safe space. I, I you don't you don't have to have something. Um, that's just that's just the question I ask, and and I always give you an opportunity to throw a thing out there that you know you, you feel like you you want out there in the world. Um, so before we finish up, uh, I'm gonna ask you uh, a couple of questions that weren't on the list of questions that I sent you, just so mm-hmm. you know, because I like you to be able to give prepared answers, but I also like to get you know a genuine kind of unexpected reaction from you all right, all right. on a couple of things. And so it's nothing crazy. So you don't have to worry about me, you know, <laughs> digging up your social security number or nothing. Now like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't going to be crazy, but you know, I got to get you something you didn't know was coming. All right. Man. And so, uh, I got two of these questions. You had, you have not heard these. So I, I need your honest, your honest answers. Mm-hmm. All right. First question. Um, can you only Mac explain to the viewing public, why you are constantly scamming your viewers out of their channel points on Twitch. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> yo, yo, yo right, this so. man, please, this man, please the fifth. Oh my goodness. Yo, like, you know what? That's, that's all right. Yo, let me talk. Let me, let me talk to your community right now. So this goes out to only match community. You seen right here, I asked the man straight up, face to face. He pleased the fifth. I don't have any more answers for you. This man has chosen not to give y'all an answer. So we're going to let that ride, all right? So you're going to have to deal with your community on that. We're going we to we 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 come back when your community has had some, some say. We um, fighting every day. Every street we fight. Oh, all right, all right. Last question. Last question for you. All right. Can you tell us what the worst team left in the NBA playoffs is, and why is it the Milwaukee Bucks? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? We need it. We need answers, what? bro. <laughs> uh, you gotta repeat that. What? <laughs> oh, I said. I said. <laughs> what? He said oh, the worst I, team I, is the Bucks. I ask, I ask you again. <laughs> what? Is the worst team left in the NBA playoffs, and why is it the Milwaukee Bucks? <laughs> you, 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 I think you spelled Miami Heat wrong on your, uh, oh, your script. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! 
<laughs> he spelled he, Boston he, Celtics wrong on oh, your script. Oh, he throw a shot out there. He throw a shot. <laughs> oh, you know there was no way I was gonna let you out of here without giving you some, giving you some shit about the Bucks. Man, we we back to back. All right, all right. I'm we confident. Go. Yo, we putting it right here. Yeah, as a matter of fact, now I got to release this episode before the NBA Finals is over because you said you're going back to back. Nah, matter of fact, matter of fact, I'm going to save it till after the fucking Finals Just so I can play back. back. So we can play back. Back saying that the Bucks are going back to back. So y'all hit me up when this airs and let me know what happened. So, so we can show up uh, in Max stream en masse and ask questions. Oh, man. Uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So... All right, Mac, that's all I got for you today. First off, I want to uh, say I I appreciate you and I appreciate your stream. Uh, I'm always entertained. I always um, I always get a laugh out of what's going on. Um, I feel like your community is dope. I feel like you interact really well with your community. And you do a great job giving them a variety of content and giving them a reason to come back. So, um you know, that's part of the reason why I wanted to talk to creators like yourself, because I, I I love what you do. The world of black streaming in general, like we need people who do great content, who are entertaining, funny and, mm -hmm. you know, give us safe spaces to come come out and have a good time. So I just wanted to give you your flowers and tell you how much I appreciate you and I enjoy the work you do. So that having been said, ladies and gentlemen, only Mac, thank you for sitting down with me on the content cookout, sir. No problem, no problem. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Oh man, the Bucks, dog. They go <laughs> I got, hey man, I had to, man. There's no way. I this has been the Content Cookout, where we highlight and celebrate Black streamers and content creators. Because if we don't, who will? If you're a content creator and would like to be featured on the Content Cookout, or you know another black content creator you think we should feature, head on over to contentcookout.com and hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Or if you just like to consume and you want to find some new streamers to check out, you can also hit contentcookout.com. We got you covered. We hope to see you back at the cookout next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>